0: Welcome to Lombardi's Ball. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. Does he have a vintage moment in In the end zone? It is caught for the win. The Green Bay Packers are going to be world
1: champions, NFL champions for the third straight year. What the hell's going on out here? Jones, look at that balance jones see ya rogers four-man rush gonna float it down the scene adams has it and he's in touchdown packers second and six sedarius smith the beat goes on
0: welcome in everybody to another edition of lombardi's bar Pull, Bar stool Grab something to drink and let's talk some Green Bay Packers football. I'm your bartender, Dan Connick. Thanks so much again for joining us here at Lombardi's Bar here on Game On, Wisconsin. And we've got a special show for you tonight. So I'm not even gonna waste any time about this. Let's just bring in these two guys that you know right away. It's our boy Jimmy Christensen and Todd Varney. Jimmy, how are you guys doing? Todd, how are we doing, boys? I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous. I love I just I'm ex- I can't wait to talk to Kenny Clark, man. Can't wait like what let why even wait? Like he's sitting here waiting for us. I can see him looking <laughs> at us, and he wants to talk some Green Bay Packers football. So let's yeah. bring in the let's guy call. himself. Casey bought that life. Kenny Clark, buddy. How you doing, man? Welcome to Lombardi's bar.
1: I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Definitely,
0: definitely. Um, so yeah, uh Todd, why don't, you, why don't you kick us off, buddy? So,
2: Kenny, as a as a lifelong bachelor. Uh, I noticed you were having some issues this week cooking rice. Uh, I just want to know, have you tried any of the recipes that you got out? The one from Bakhtiari sounds pretty good. Uh, and also, have you considered just bag rice? 90 seconds in the microwave, you're all set. That's how I rock. Uh,
1: I, I went to go get a uh, one of the rice cookers, like, two days. like Well, no, yesterday. Actually, yesterday I went uh, last night. I got a rice cooker. And um, I haven't tried, like, any of, like, the recipes or anything, but – I got the rice cooker and uh, I never tr- no nah, I never tried a uh, bag rice. At all. I never tried it's bag rice.
2: yeah, I'm lazy in the kitchen. It's the best way to go, <laughs> but, but a rice cooker that'll that'll definitely help you out as well, I'm sure. Kenny, are you a good
3: cook? Good cook? Uh
1: nah, no, I mean, not really. I've been trying like I mean, it's just with what's going on like with COVID and everything. Like we got food at the facility and stuff, but I just been trying to like, you know, when i on my off time, just figure out some other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been trying to cook a little bit. You know, yeah. I've been going on. Uh, what's the little thing called? Uh, You're. Year...
3: Sorry, you cut what? off. What, what, what did you say? Right? hear me? Now we can. Yep, we can hear you. I'll die, Kenny. I'll die.
2: <laughs> well, there he was, folks. Well, there... <laughs> thanks for tuning in.
3: He'll figure it out. I, I, I got yeah. faith in him. So let's just say the NFL season doesn't happen. Kenny can just start his own cooking show, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would have to imagine so. It looks like he, he had a, a, a issue jumping in here so we'll we'll bring him back here in a second i want to i I really want to ask him about the rice does he want to like is he looking to cook just like the plain rice or does he do any of the other like like a spanish rice or mexican rice or fried rice or anything like that I look i I, can feel him i making rice is not it's (laughs) we have a rice cooker it changes your life so he sure does i have to imagine so all right we got kenny back in here Kenny, welcome welcome back uh, in. We ju- we just had a whole conversation about rice while you were gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my bad. Um, You're good. Yeah, I just been yeah I just been trying to figure out you know different things, and uh, I have just been cooking them all the time really. So yeah, I feel it's, you. I, and
0: I think on, honestly that that like segues into my next question. I really want to talk about with it being such a weird off season, and just really the past like six months have been like stupid have you been able to like stick to your normal kind of off season schedule or how much has that changed, you know, with all of this, like how, how much have you been able to stick to what you usually do?
1: Uh, I, I've been pretty much able to stick to everything that I do. Um, only difference was that, um, we didn't get a chance to play football in the spring and, um, it just, uh, it was kind of tough to, to figure out when to, when to take your breaks, you know, um, like we have, we'll be playing football in the spring usually, and um, we get like a little break in between, and then we go and hit you know, hit the summer and getting ready for camp. So, uh, my biggest thing was just trying to not not being able, like being able to work you know, five days a week, but still, you know, find the time to still, you know, stretch and rest my body, get some yoga in, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I don't burn myself out uh, getting ready for the season in camp.
3: That's awesome. I'll look forward to your uh, yoga tutorials so I can do some at home. That's <laughs> what was going to say. That's what we need. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not limber. Uh, so had, coming in now, all the veterans and everything are at Lambeau. Uh, has, there anyone, has there been anyone that showed up to camp that you just were impressed with just their physical maybe like transformation over the offseason? Like – I know you were pulling buses, so you obviously put on like 80 pounds of muscle, but is there anybody else that you just saw? You're like, Oh wow. You put in a lot of work this off season. Uh,
1: I mean, I mean, everybody pretty much, you know, they, they looked apart. Um, I don't know. I don't want to put, I I don't know. I mean, it's not, I can't really put my, you know, my finger on it, but yeah, I, I would say just, everybody just came in, um, well prepared. Um, you know, we've been conditioning a lot. Um, everybody's been doing great with the conditioning. Um, everybody's just, just been hitting the ground running with everything that we're doing with the drills and everything. Um, you got to just a sense of urgency uh, in our locker room to, to get ready for the season. You um, only got probably like 30 some days until our first game, 40 some days. So um, everybody's beat it up and, uh, you know, get in the film room, um, uh, you know, work out getting get in, in good enough condition, uh, so we can, you know, start, you know, hitting with the pads on and get ready for that first game.
2: Awesome. Beautiful. And while we're talking about the offseason, you know, there was a lot of talk, um, about the Packers, you know, not bringing in a, a real threat on offense, um, you know, a, a real dynamic pass catcher. You caught a touchdown pass at UCLA. Have you been petitioning the coaching staff to get some reps on offense? And have you been working on your route running this offseason?
1: Man, I haven't been working on my route running, but I'm, I'm athletic enough. I could just go out there and do it. You You're know? ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ready. But yeah, I did catch touchdown at UCLA. So, I mean, I, I, I got full confidence in myself. I can, you know, go out there and run a little fade route. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um
0: Kenny, I, I want to talk a little bit about you kind of um <coughs> growing up. You know, uh all of us we're 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 a little bit older. And um, you know, when we grew up, there was defensive line talent like like Reggie White, uh unfortunately like Warren Sapp. Um yeah. for for you as a as a player, when you were kind of growing up and you were starting to model your game in, in high school and in college. Who were players that you were looking at uh, to kind of model your game after?
1: Uh, just, man, really, when I, when I was younger, um, you know, one of my favorite players to watch was Haloti uh, Nada. I was a Baltimore Raven fan growing up. Uh, so as far as, like, defensive tackles, you know, Haloti Nada was one of the guys. Um, you know, Vince Wilford, you know, um, I forgot what the Steelers' uh, uh, nose tackle's name was. Big uh what's his name? I think uh, not Hayward. Um uh, was it Hayward?
3: They have Hayward right now.
1: I mean not I mean not uh not dang, what's his name? Uh, I forgot I forgot his name, but uh, are we
0: talking about that that big that big guy with like the huge bushy beard nah, or
1: is that too late? That's Keasel or whatever his name that's is. That's right, yeah. But uh they had a uh Casey Hampton, that's his name. Okay. <laughs> Uh, they had a real, they had a nice nose guard, Casey Hampton. You yeah, I, I watched, I've been playing like nose most of the time all my life. So um, those are like the biggest guys, you know, I, I watched. Uh, and then when I got to college, um, you know, act is one of my favorite players uh, to watch. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it.
3: Beautiful. If you could, if you could pick one move from those guys that, You'd say that you have in your game now. Like, is there one move that you saw them do that, as you're growing up, you're like, I need to incorporate that into my game?
1: Uh, just you know, I would say, I mean, more most of those guys are like run stoppers. Uh, I think, um, I mean, Hello Ngata and Gino for sure had like, you know, pass rush really good pass rush ability. Um, Gino Atkins is like one, still one of the best you know defense linemen in the league right now. Um, you know, just you know, how they just come off of their power. And I mean when when I, were, when I was younger never I really understood that, but um just how they're able to shift their weight and all that kind of stuff and um be able to get a guy going one way, um, by using power and uh being able to flip their hips uh and and, and um come off and you now um sack people or get QB hits. Um it was always good to see. Um and then Hallo Ignata for as big as he is I'm not as big as him, but uh, just watching him just for how big he was, he's, he's really nimble and he, he can move. Um, and, um, just in, in college, we were always taught just to, uh, to run and hit. That's, that's just, that's just like one of our, like, like our, our trademarks, uh, growing up, uh, in college. And, um, you know, one thing about him, like in the run game, um, you know, they can be running stretch. They can be running, whatever. You you always see Lodi loaded, uh, running to the ball, um, and, and having that sideline to sideline ability, you don't never really see uh, a lot of defensive tackles, you know, being able to run sideline to sideline, especially at the nose guard position. So I try to um, pride myself on doing that kind of stuff too, just being able to get get from point A to point B, um, make sure I'm running to the ball and and doing that.
3: Beautiful. And uh, I this is kind of a two part question for you. Uh, we already kind of got your reaction the other day in your press conference with Green Bay on how everyone knows it's kind of BS that you got snubbed off the hundred list. So I'm not going to ask you how you feel about it, but my two part question is where on the list do you think you should rank? Like you should be on it, no doubt, but where on the list do you think you should be? And then you've, you've mentioned like they just need to watch the tape and they'll see that you deserve to be on the top 100. Is there a play that you would just show somebody to show like, this is what I can do. This is how talented I am. Is there a play that stands out to you?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, it's not, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really, I'm, I'm not going to get into that, like wh- where I should be ranked and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, I'll say it for
0: you. Number one, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> Yeah. We, we know it's number one. We'll say it for you, Kenny. You don't have to, yeah, you don't have to say we'll, we'll take it for you.
1: I mean, just with the, with my plays, just, um, uh, man, it's just, you know, game in, game out, you know, uh I just, I just feel like I, I just, I compete, uh, at a high level, um, just, just my overall ability, you know, as a defensive lineman, I'm not just a guy that can, that can rush. Um, it's not, I'm not just a guy that can just stop the run. I've been doing, um, really good at both and each and every year I've been improving, um, you know, at both. Um, and, and it's not a lie. The film speak for itself. You know, I, I, I'm not a guy that go out and, uh, talk and do this and do that, do that. But, um, and like that's just not my personality, but um, you know, whenever I feel like you know I'm I'm getting disrespected or I'm getting slighted, uh, you know, I always just tell people to go back to the film because yeah. that's one thing that that you know if I'm ever arguing with anybody or going back and forth with anybody, you know, all you gotta do is just watch the tape. Show me show me the tape, and and it's gonna prove you right. It's gonna prove you wrong. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I'm big on I'm big on watching tape. That's all I do, and um yeah, man. So that's where I'm at with it.
3: The scary part is you mentioned you get better every year, and you're only 24, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. You're dominating, and you're a grown man too. But you're dominating people like in their 30s, 10 year veterans. You're you're only 24. It's insane.
1: Yeah, man. I'm trying to get this grown man strength, man.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my bosses will help. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's
2: right. yeah, yeah. It doesn't
3: come at 27, or I haven't
2: found it yet. Sorry. So, so, Kenny, I did go and look at the tape, specifically the, the last game against Chicago last year, and I, I think that was a huge, huge breakout for you. Um, I think fans see it a little bit better when it's like a wide receiver on the outside, how, he, you know, if he's got a corner's number one day, you know, he just really can take it to him. You seem to just have everything working for you in that game. Um, You know, do you feel that on – on the line there a little bit where you're just like that today. They can't stop me. I'm doing whatever I want to in here.
1: Yeah, it felt. I mean, that game specifically. I mean, I, I felt like I was just, uh, I was you know just dominating that game. But, um, you know my my like, my thing. I mean like I love the big plays. Like, I, I I I I love the big plays. I mean, you know people some people that don't that don't really watch football or and all that kind of stuff. Like, sometimes they look at the big plays and all that kind of stuff. But, like, if you watch me, you know, play in and play out in that game, uh, just, you know, the double teams that I was holding to get to help the linebackers get free. um, Just me, you know, like, you know, plays that Z made or plays that Blake was making or anybody that was making. And, um, you know, I'm coming across and uh, I'm hitting the tight ends um, that's, that's coming back on the inside zones, uh, the plunges that we call, um, you know, I did so many little things in that game that, that made me, you know, proud of myself, um, and how, how I've been developing, um, but, you know, those are just, those are just little things that, uh, play in and play out that I've been consistently just getting better at and being, being able to see, and, uh, I just think that's just the, the, the thing about my game that, I feel like I'm improving on each and every day, each and every year, that um, just seeing more stuff, just getting more football smart. I watch a lot of film and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, man, it's just been everything. I mean, pretty much everything has been slow for me just um, being, you know, this being my fifth year. But, um, you know, I just feel like I've just been consistently just getting better. And um, now just trying to work on more when I need to take my shots and you know, makes more big plays, make those more splash plays um, and, and all that kind of stuff, TFLs and all that kind of stuff. So i uh, got to just, you know, just keep working and, and get better at that.
0: Well, Kenny, dude, I appreciate you so much coming by and taking the time to talk with us. Is there anything that you want to uh, promote or or uh, anything special that you've got going on that you want to let the fans know about?
1: Uh, Man, not really, man, just – you know, just excited about the season, um, you know, excited that we, we finally get a chance to, to, to be in our locker room and play football. Um, you know, I never thought, you know, we wouldn't – I I just can't even – like, going through this, I can't even imagine what it will feel like to, to retire or anything like that. Like, you know, like, just not having football. Like, it's crazy, you know. And I know it's crazy for, like, fans and stuff too. So, man – just just blessed to just be back to be back in the locker room with the guys and and just seeing everybody's faces, you know, all the smiles in there and, um, you know, excited to just get to work again. So just excited about the season.
3: Kenny, could you before we let you go, because we want to respect your time. We have this uh, this guy in the comment, Dan. or uh, Yeah, Dan, if you could bring up Jay Dizzy's comment real quick. He said, come to Chicago. Can you just real quick tell him absolutely not so he can just swap (laughs) that right away?
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I I would absolutely not come to Chicago. Love it.
0: (laughs) Kenny, again, totally appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time. And you always got a stool here at Lombardi's Bar. Thank you again, buddy.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Appreciate you guys.
0: Have a good one. Thank you. Have a good one, man. So thanks again to Kenny Clark for stopping by. And also, we... Should should start out also by saying uh, a huge thank you to Joe Thomas last week for coming on and uh, and talking with us because uh, Joe and Kenny both took a lot of time out of their schedules to uh, to come on and talk football with us. But uh, reactions from you guys, real quick from what uh, from what Kenny was saying, anything um, anything that kind of stuck out to you? I just it's it's crazy to me, and this is just kind of goes out to just the
3: Green Bay management team just the guys they bring in and the high character that they have just seeing talking with Kenny that man is he's 24 and he seems like he's well one he is way more mature than me you can I already know that but like he just humble he's one of the best defensive tackles in the league and it's and this was the same with Joe Thomas it was just it's like talking to any other guy like he didn't have to take out time out of his night to talk with three buffoons online but he didn't (laughs) sorry two buffoons and Todd it's
0: just, <laughs> Two <laughs> buffoons it's, and a Todd. Yeah, and a Todd, yeah. It's of
3: the same show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just. The team's so damn good, man. I love it.
0: Yeah, Todd, I mean, uh, you?
3: I, I think you know, coming
2: into the season, given uh, the status of his contract, getting a definitive not going to Chicago right up front—that's big. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, gives us something to build off of going mm-hmm. forward.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so. Well, – or not, Todd, Sorry, Dan. What about you, man? How are you feeling?
0: Oh, I, I think him. I think him saying just hell no to joining the Chicago Bears was absolutely worth everything. <laughs> <at all. laughs> I I thought that was I thought that was absolutely perfect. Yeah, I think no, I think that's either. just a new
2: automatic question for every guest that comes on. Yeah. <laughs> First question: Join the Bears? Absolutely not. All right, thanks yeah. for coming on. Cool, thank you. <laughs>
0: Appreciate it. Have a great day, Aaron Rodgers.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Aaron. I see what you did there. I see what you
0: did there. Yeah, exactly. Dropping, oh. dropping uh, <laughs> drop a little hint there for him. Yeah. He, he oh, watches. Sad. He knows what's up. Yeah. Um, all right. So I've got a couple of, uh, of beer bets here for you guys. Perfect. And they all focus on either Kenny Clark, the man, or the defensive line position that he uh, dominates as well. So the first one here, Kenny Clark, the last two seasons has had exactly six sacks. So this year, over under six sacks for Mr. Kenny Clark. Um, I'm going to go
3: over uh, one because I now – I have a bad habit of wanting to be best friends with everyone that we talked to from the Packers. So to impress him, I'm going to go over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're already best yeah. friends. <laughs> so. I'm definitely going to go over, and I think part of it, too, is um, Zadarius and Preston kind of took the the league by storm last year, especially Zadarius had his breakout season, but even Preston, too, had over double-digit sacks. And I think they're going to be more of a focus point going into this uh, season for offenses to stop. And it's when you're worried about two guys on the edge, you have a dominant presence in the middle that I think he's going to be able to capitalize on a lot. Uh, and then, you know, Mike Pettin too, he's probably whipping up some stuff in his cauldron to, to get Kenny free. So I'm going to go over six sacks. How many beers are you wagering? Five. That one I'm confident in. I'm gonna go five. He's going to have over six sacks. All right. Jimmy's got five beers over six sacks. Todd, what about you? Obviously
2: it's five beers and we're going to take the over. Not because we're best friends. Uh, I do try to support all of my friends and whatever they do. And I, I always you know, have confidence that they're gonna do great at it. Uh he's just a beast. And like I said, I mean watching that that last game against Chicago, he literally just did whatever he wanted to. And I know it's Chicago's line, um, but just the way that he was able to to move and, and it really showed his his speed and quickness off the line there. Uh and then like he said, you know, just getting stronger, building that that grown man strength, uh gonna add a whole extra layer to his game. Um so that's that's definitely something that I'm gonna go five beers over.
0: Sweet. So I'll I'll uh, I'll hold you guys' hand here and also go over as well. Um, I'll throw four beers on this one hater. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're, you're I am no longer favorite. friends with Kenny Clark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's what here's my reasoning behind it because I do think yes, I think. A, what you guys had already kind of hit on is that the increased play of the Smith brothers, uh, the other guys that have been added to this defense, add on top of that, Mike Pettin is coming into his third season, um, and I forget who wrote it, but somebody here on Game On Wisconsin wrote a great article about the final – like this is like the final look of what we want Mike Pettin's defense to be. He's had Dave, drafts now, yeah. okay. drafts now, and – um free agent signings to specifically fit what he wants to do on defense. And so I think that he has all the pieces that he wants it to be and will make it work this year. I also think on top of that I would wager that that stats this year for a lot of players especially on the defensive side with things like tackles for loss and sacks I think will fluctuate greatly. Because I think that there's a chance that with uh, people, you know, having to go to uh, quarantine or be on the IR for extended periods of time with everything that's going on, you know, there's a chance that, uh, you know, a Kenny Clark, if he was going up against uh, that Dallas offensive line last year, there's a chance that he goes up against them this year and it's not the same guys. You know, like I I don't think you can can accurately predict – that it's going to be this high or this low. And so, for that reason, I automatically will take the high because I think that there's just so many factors that I think everybody has a chance to do something huge this year when it comes, uh, comes stat wise, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, sorry. we
2: also, none of us even touched on uh, motivation from being snubbed, you know, a little bit of a revenge tour as well That's as a true. contract year. You know, those are our two big things that'll, you know, help motivate him there. Uh, which could be huge. Also, uh, we got Ed in the in the chat there talking about Rashawn yeah. Gary uh, stepping up. Also, shout out Real Eddie T uh, for the swag behind me here. Uh, Hook me up with some helmets and posters. Let yeah. me dig through his cubby hole and find what I wanted. So appreciate that, Ed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rashawn Gary. Uh,
3: hopefully he is a, a bigger part of the D this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm cutting you guys off here and there, so just feel free to nope. flip yeah. me off and kick me out of the bar. Uh, but just some more people in the comments to shout out real quick. Like even Dr. Pepper three eighty. He he's ballsier than us because he set a number. He's going seven and a half sacks. Uh PJ Hunter, six and a half sacks. Um, Dan, your uncle's talking about Aaron Rodgers' new girlfriend and is she hot or not? Probably, probably Uncle Bob, but um, shout out uncle Bob. Yeah. Shout out uncle Bob. I like you already. I don't even know you, but I like you
0: <laughs> wait
3: till you meet him, Jimmy. Wait till you meet him, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, uh, I'm with them too. I I'm going to more lean towards, uh, Dr. Pepper 380. I'll learn. Maybe I'll learn your name sometime. I feel weird saying that as someone's name, but seven and a half sacks I'll, um, I think is a good number. And I think that's probably where he'll land. Uh, as long as, there's a whole
0: season obviously, but yeah. All right. So uh, my next question has to do uh, with um, actually something that uh, my uncle Bob uh, let us in with Casey needs line help. So what's the uh, yes or no. Do the Packers sign a pro bowl defensive lineman as a free agent? Like right now before the season starts. Um, I will, or- I will say in this in this year, because I'll, I, the way that I kind of view this is, there's going to be turnover with free agents this year. You know, I I I, I hate going back to this, but like it comes up in every single personnel discussion. Yeah. Is there's a chance that there's going to be a lot of turnover with free agents this year? So, sometime in the year, do we get to a point and a pro a former Pro Bowl defensive lineman ends back up here on uh, on the Packers? Five uh, years, yes. Oh, there's we've got the gap
2: there. We we need the help. Uh, and there's too many guys out there right now that are that are good that are still looking for a team. Uh, whether it's snacks, Daniels, uh, Marcel Darius, there's a number of guys out there that I think now that people are starting to report camps are starting to get going, we'll see some you know some guys moving around and, and some things happening.
3: Uh, probably see some price tags drop as well. Yeah, I. This one's tough because if we do sign one, it's going to be before this season starts during training camp. After this season, going into next year, there's our focus is going to be on retaining as many of those guys like Bakhtiari, Clark, King, Lindsley, um, Jones, Jamal, Jamal Williams. I bought your jersey. Please don't leave. Um, so I, I think, I think if we do, it's going to have to be this year. I'm leaning towards we're either gonna sign snacks or Daniels um, I'm not confident in this at all so I'm gonna be a
0: little uh, little wimp and I'm gonna go two beers yes. All right all right and that's that's what I was kind of fishing for. was uh, an everson Griffin or Mike Daniels kind of uh, kind of kind of play here somebody along there that's a, that's kind of what I was fishing for with this this question. I, I do think that there is a chance that there will be a, a former Pro Bowl signing because I I don't have the list in front of me. If I was a, if I was a, if I was a good uh, podcaster, I would have done real <laughs> research on on this. But I have to imagine that they, like this this feels like one of those ones that it'll be someone that you don't really think of, and like ten years ago they were a Pro Bowler, and so it like technically counts and covers for me. Oh, and yeah. so, so that's why I I will say yes that it does happen, and I also do think that there is a chance that Mike Daniels, um, makes a return to uh, to the defense, and I would absolutely be overjoyed if that happened. Um, but I I am sort of with you, Jimmy, that I'm not as confident as it just because that that uh, list is fairly limited. So I'll go three beers here, uh, for that one as well. So a little less a uh, little less confident with that. So our last one here, guys. I hate to bring the mood down a little bit, um. And, uh, you know, we, we obviously didn't want to talk to Kenny about this because this dude is focused on this year and taking care of business. But obviously it is a contract year for Kenny Clark. Um, there haven't been really a lot of uh, rumblings about what could happen as, in terms of uh, after this year. So yes or no, does Kenny Clark play with the Green Bay Packers after this year? Uh, I'm going to go yes, five beers. Uh,
3: as he mentioned, he's getting better every year. He's only 24 years old. The man's a monster. Uh, PFF rated him as the number one pass rushing nose tackle last season. He's uh, when's the last time that the Packers had a dominant inside presence like like Clark? I know Daniels was really good when, uh, when during his prime when he was here, but just the, the potential. The, on Ryan our, Pickett, like Ryan Pickett and, and Johnny the, Jolly was. Yeah. I just liked his name, but. He was good too, and I—I I don't know. I, he has to be. He, he's a—he's a unique talent that we got our hands on, and it, I think we'd be silly to let him go.
2: Yeah, I, five beers for me as well. Uh, he'll be back, I think. Again, just looking at at what this front office has really kind of prioritized—it's been building that defense. Uh, you've got a guy like Kenny Clark that. It, Honestly, I think we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg with him. You know, I mean, he he got better progressively throughout last season. You could see it coming on and coming on. Um, and I, I think this year's gonna be bigger for him. Um, and I think it's it's just a show of
0: of what's to come for him. Yeah, and I, I agree with you, Todd. I think I think the way that the this team drafted and addressed the offseason this year speaks to what their plan probably is, and that's to keep Kenny Clark around because they didn't draft three defensive linemen. They draft three offensive linemen. You know, they draft three guys that can take the, that they hope can possibly take the place of a guy like Corey Lindsley or God forbid, knock Mm -hmm. on wood, David Bakhtiari. Um, You know, like I think, I think they see what they have with this defense. I think they all, I think they really do recognize what Kenny Clark brings to this defense. Um, I will I will agree and say five beers as well. I do think that he stays just because of like what I said. I think that they've organized their whole draft and offseason around keeping him around or at least prioritizing other positions um, And so yeah I think he I think he stays and I think uh, Green Bay Packer fans would like that a lot um, So as we kind of move away from that guy's uh, we are we're getting up and we'll, we'll just kind of touch on this a little bit. Um before we get to sort of our, our last little bit here. Um the with opting out for uh for the season coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow's the deadline. And as of right now, um the Packers only have one player, uh Devin Fongis, obviously, that's officially opted out of the 2020-2021 season. Um do you think we see anybody else, or is it because of the, we're this close to the deadline that uh that we that we don't, then this is, this is the team that we probably see moving forward. I'm going to, I'm pretty confident that
3: this is going to be the team we see moving forward. I know a person that I was nervous about was Devante. And just because like he had a young child at home and everything, it's, that's just tough. Like you, when you have a little one, obviously not even to get into COVID, like regardless of whatever stats, blah, 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 like you have a baby you're nervous and you're you're protective over the child and even like Corey Lindsley he has a young one at home I still I'm confident this is the team that we're going to have moving forward but um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see people opt out I just I'm a little more confident that we won't anymore I think Devin Funches might be our only one yeah I'm I'm
2: still so hesitant I feel like the ball is going to drop somebody's you know taking their time really wrestling with the decision and and it's a huge decision to make and and uh, I mean, even with a, a deadline on it, I mean, I can definitely see a guy using all the the time that he needs to to, to get to that point. Um, but I I think, you know, moving forward, it, it'll be Funchess. I kind of felt like when he first, you know, came out with it, that some dominoes would fall at that point. And the fact that nobody kind of jumped on there um, and and a lot of respect to to Packers fans for the way they handled that. I know it was a, a guy that we, you know, aren't emotionally invested in quite yet. Um, but I didn't really see anybody going after him for that decision, which, which was good. I mean, it's, you know, these guys got to do what they got to do for their families. And, and, uh, I don't think anybody else is going to drop here moving forward.
0: Yeah. I, I think most of, I think most of the, the backlash was, uh, about not drafting or getting another wide receiver. <laughs> I think, I think when Devin Funches happened, I, I, I didn't I didn't expect anybody to rip on the person himself uh, because we really haven't seen him in, in a Green Bay Packer uniform, so it really doesn't even feel real yet. But yeah, the I think it was more just uh, this this boogeyman that everyone likes to talk about about not uh, not addressing the the wide receiver core. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's something to keep an eye on as we move forward into uh, into tomorrow. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those Adam Schefter alert Twitter days. You know, put. Yeah put Adam Schefter on alert until about four or five o'clock and then take it pretty easy at work. I feel like, especially since (laughs) I'm working from home, I'll just be kind of refreshing Twitter most of the day. Um, All right. So as we wrap up the show here, guys, uh, last week we talked about like kind of the pseudo start to training camp, but now we're actually probably, we're getting really, really close to the actual start of real training camp stuff. Like people are going to be doing football type activities. So, the question I want to get all of us out of here on is um, a training camp battle that you guys are looking forward to the most can be any, any, it can be a position group. It can be between two different players. It can be between uh, a guy and the water boy. I don't care. Training camp battle that you are looking forward to most. Todd, go ahead. Who you got?
2: Uh, The wide receiver group. Uh, I know that again, they've, they've taken a pounding for, you know, just not a lot there after Devontae Adams. Uh, I feel like I've said it a thousand times, probably most of those here uh, on some of the episodes. MVS is going to be, be big this year, I think. Um, he's going to play a, a, a lesser role, which is going to give him more opportunities against lesser competition, which I think he's really going to shine through. I think, you know, if you're you give me the option, him with a nickel or a dime on him, that's a matchup he's going to win every day. I think Equiminius, you know, looking into that that two role now, uh, him and Lazard will kind of battle out there, and then you're looking at MVS at the, the three or four. I think that that's a great spot for those guys. Uh, and then I'm really excited to see what Reggie Begelton brings to the table uh, coming down from the CFL. Uh, kind of a different body type than what we have with with anybody else there. A uh, smaller guy, you know, more of a Randall Cobb type.
0: Uh be really interesting to see how he competes with some of those big guys. Real quick, before Jimmy goes, do the Packers have the best wide receiving core when it comes to names? You you've got Alan Lazard, you've got MVS, you've got Equanimeous Saint Brown, and you've got Reggie Begleton. Like how is that not an all-star all-star group when it comes to just wide receiver names?
3: It is pretty good. Kumaro too. It, I don't know.
0: It I is like, a, man, yeah. unless
3: you got to write an article on him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's when you, that's you only have to say it once, and then the rest of the time you can call them MVS EQ. You, know, the, yeah. you know, all their all their little nicknames. I, I still mess it up. Shout out Paul
2: Gretel and uh, Jason Perone for editing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you messed up the spelling? Yeah, that was me. The the morning <laughs> the message that they said like, hey guys, use Grammarly and check your spelling also. <laughs> and I said, I was like, oh cool. The morning that I have my first my first one published. Thanks, guys. I wish they just even at the end just
0: be like Todd, what the hell, man? (laughs) That would have been so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shoot! I'm gonna spell. Oh, sorry. Who who do you misspell, Jimmy?
3: No, I was gonna say I'll purposely misspell. I got an article coming out tomorrow. I'll purposely misspell a couple names in there. Appreciate it. Instead of instead of Ty Summers, I'll put like Ty Simmers or something like that for you. (laughs) Uh, For me, and speaking of Ty Summers, I. I'm really excited to see the linebacker, linebacker competition. Obviously linebacker number one, the front runner, the man who's going to most likely 98% of the job when or 98% win the job is uh, Christian Kirksey. Uh, but it's that linebacker number two that's just up in the air. B, uh, B.J. Goodson's gone. He didn't play a lot of snaps, but he played about 25% of the, the total defensive snaps. And especially you look at the top teams in the NFC, the 49ers, the Saints, uh I might get made fun of for this, but I really think the Cowboys are going to be good this year. Uh they have they have elite running backs. They have really good running backs that you're going to have to stop. And even when we face the Vikings two times a year. They have Dalvin Cook. We might see two two linebacker sets inside linebacker sets a little bit more. So that number two spot's going to be really important. Ty Summers is my guy. I really think he's I really think we're going to see a lot out of him this year. Uh Curtis Bolton, they they like what they see in him, or they would have let him. Go last year when he tore his ACL Kamal Martin we spent the fifth round pick on him Oren Burks it was a third round pick that just been plagued with injuries so I, I just I'm really curious to see how that that all plays out
2: yeah and, I'm with uh, I'm with Dave there I think Kamal Martin is uh week six is probably a good spot for him uh being young I don't know that he's going to jump in there right away but I mean just watching his his uh tape with Minnesota the guy's an animal uh, he's yeah. gonna be fun to watch and and really come up and stop that run. I think he'll be a good guy in there for it. Um, and, he looks and like, like a you said, monster. Yeah, absolutely. Finally, and and that's we got a couple of guys. I mean, in this class between AJ Dillon and Kamal Martin, a couple of guys that kind of win that battle getting off the bus. Where you're like, oh, oh, okay, they got they got real people on this team. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they got Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Blake <laughs> Martinez doesn't really intimidate anybody getting off a bus, does he? <laughs>
0: Know Blake Martinez kind of has a he's a he looks stop look stop it look hold on a second
2: he looks like a Blake no no offense to any Blakes out there Jay especially
0: Jacob your daughter she's adorable guys since he doesn't play for the Packers anymore I feel like I can say this but and I don't mean this in a I I literally just mean the way that he sort of looks like like his face his haircut and everything didn't he kind of look like a serial killer? Like, <laughs> like he's not aggressive I, like, enough. Like I was, like I he kind of but that's but see that's the thing he wasn't that he wasn't very aggressive enough. So his look and his calm demeanor, he just kind of looked like a crazy person. He's too slow. He couldn't get away. <laughs> but what, one thing, one thing to before before I jump to mine something with, with uh, what Jimmy was saying with the inside linebacker and everything. I think too something you look at is how they move around because we saw them sort of move uh, Zadarius Smith around into the middle Mm -hmm. of that, that defense there a little bit. And so when you kind of expect, uh, you know, the defense is going to expect Rashawn Gary to take another step forward and sort of take over some of more of those snaps from Preston Smith, from Zadarius to put him on the edge. And, uh, and even, uh, even Rashawn, uh, both of those kind of, um, you know, rotate into the middle. I think that's something to, to keep an eye on too, as we go through the season. Um, I'll, I'll wrap up real, real quick. What about uh, a reunion with Clay Matthews
2: coming
3: back to play in the middle?
0: I don't want that. God, I don't want that.
3: See, I'm the opposite of you. I don't, I don't think you can hurt. Like what's, and it also gives us, let's say, God forbid, a Smith has to miss, miss a game or two. Like then you have Gary and Smith on the other side and who's really the, who's going to be the third outside rusher at that point. What we have, Roberts, I think his name is, or maybe i don't know
0: like we need some i just i i feel like bringing clay matthews back is that that's such a it feels like one of those moves from like a a a really bad football movie where they like bring all the you know former people back to replay the high school football game you know like a best of times kind of thing where you know they they bring all the guys back to reclaim their former glory and they're just out there digging it out and I just like I just don't know what Clay Matthews has like left in the, in the tank anymore, you know. And he really just yeah. for me like he kind of takes up a, takes up a body that um, you know we could be, giving to to somebody else, uh, another young wide receiver, another you know another position group. At least that's that's how I see it.
3: He did well for the Rams last year, before and after he broke his jaw. Well, that's true, if, but if, but if you're, but you're looking to be fair, five percent of the snaps that Goodson
2: played. Plus you're putting him inside a little bit where his gas tank doesn't have to be full. You know, yeah. he's only gonna play you know fifteen to twenty five percent of the snaps.
0: To, to or, be fair though, it does it I, does really help I don't want play, him. It does really help a clay Matthews when you've got Aaron Donald and uh and Dominican Sue in the middle there. That Sue wasn't there last year. Well, he's still got Aaron Donald, and he's basically Aaron Kenny Donald and Sue. And I, look, I get it. Look, get out I of my face, it, Dan. Man.
3: Let's wrap this up. I'm pissed
2: now.
0: Just crap.
3: We should just bring back uh, AJ Hawk for Todd.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> um, going get off this show, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> this is his two-week resignation. Um, <laughs> and Jimmy's fired. Uh, my Jimmy gets fired every <laughs> single week. Um, every day. Does not every be, day, basically. Yeah. Be generous. It's every day. If Jimmy goes, I go. <laughs> Uh, the position group I'm looking forward to it, it's not anything sexy or big, but uh, well, it's big, but it's the offensive line group. Uh, we kind of hit on it before. I think that they're obviously posturing for the future with that whole position group. And, uh, and those three guys are supposed to be guys that they are looking forward to, you know, what's going to be here coming up. Cause I think honestly, you could argue that, uh, that really outside of outside of Elton, Elton Jenkins, you know, how certain is anybody else's position on that line over the next two years? You know, when it comes to contract stuff, when it comes to, you know, the type of play like Riggy Wagner, that's not a sure thing. Uh, you know, Lindsley and Bakhtiari, th- those guys both have contracts coming up and Billy Turner, who knows what's going on. He, he might pull a young assessment and completely leave. And we might not realize it till, you know, till game time. Um, like, like there's, there's, there's an uncertainty with the future there. And so uh, to see kind of who steps up with uh, that offensive line group, I think is, I think is pretty big. So anything else that you guys want to touch on or, or yes. bring up as we kind of wrap up? Oh, Jimmy's chomping at the bits.
3: Sorry. No, I was, I was trying not to like giggle while you're talking because, but the, oh, shoot, where'd he go? Edwin or Ed put in the, the comment, Todd, AJ Hawker Martinez. And I'm really, I really want to <laughs> know your answer to this. I know. I
2: saw that right <laughs> away and I
0: don't know that I can answer it. Uh, I <sighs> tread lightly because I am an AJ Blake. Hawk stan, Blake.
3: I like AJ. You don't, I don't know what your thing is with AJ. His jar line, he could Samson and just take it off. You could cut glass with his
2: jaw He's, line. he's the one that taught. Blake Martinez, that your first step as a middle linebacker is like three steps back. <laughs> go back and watch; it's awful. They both do it. Like they just stand there and jump. Like, should I go backwards? No, go find the ball, dude. I don't like this. I don't like I'm,
0: this. End the show. I am. It is my. It is my. It is my life goal now to get AJ Hawk on this show.
2: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm <laughs> buying totally all AJ one, Hawk jerseys. One of my all-time favorite guys.
0: <laughs> well, uh, that's gonna do it for for us here on uh, on Lombardi's Bar. Uh, before we get out of here, I'm gonna let everybody know right now. Go if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're watching us on uh, on Facebook, Twitter, wherever, go to the YouTube page and subscribe right now so that you get the alerts set for this Saturday's show, uh, Pulse of the Pack. Five o'clock. Now that's you guys help me out here because I never remember because I am Eastern time, so I always have to try and play the the back and forth game. That's five o'clock Eastern, right? Or is that five o'clock Lambo time? Lambo time. That's five Lambeau o'clock Lambo time. time. Yeah. So five o'clock Lambo time. Plan accordingly. The boys: Jacob Westendorf, Jason Perone, and Paul Brell, They're going to be talking to none other than linebacker uh, Curtis Bolton, just like you uh, you brought up, Jimmy. So any if you could oh, ask nine. Curtis Bolton, if you could ask Curtis Bolton one. Uh, one question, Jimmy. Yeah. What would it be for the boys? First thing is just how's the knee? That's that's going to
3: determine everything this season is how's the knee doing. ACLs are so scary. You can come back like Adrian Peterson or you can come back like D Rose. So how's the knee? <laughs> that's, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And he real the quick, talent. the person that absolutely runs everything with us yeah. backs me up and lets me know that it was 5 o'clock. Eastern time, four o'clock Lambo time. So plan accordingly, everybody. But the best way to do that is subscribe right now so you don't ever miss it. Doesn't matter if it's Mars time or Lambo time. Well, can we time. Aaron? Real
3: quick, if we're a Packers website, why are we putting stuff on there for not Lambo time? That's asinine. No offense, Aaron. I mean, yeah, not actually, your fault. That's a shot I mean, at right, Jacob. Are man. we just
0: gonna have are we having the slack a slack conversation live on the on the show yeah Jacob sucks this website's stupid <laughs> i'm going to activity on wisconsin follow
3: me there guys the party lounge
0: that's yeah, all jimmy goes i go <laughs> and then dan's ultimate goal is realized about doing a show with just himself
2: <laughs> this Everybody is your plan all wins. along man Congrats, it's a win man. win win cheers
0: <laughs> well uh guys as we wrap up is there anything that you guys want to promote to uh to the people or or anything that you guys want to uh want to let the people know about
3: yeah, I. So tomorrow, I have an article coming out six a.m. On the previously, I did the case for every wide receiver number two. Uh, tomorrow, my article is going to be the case for every inside linebacker number two. Uh, and then also, I have an interview with Josiah Deguera. Guerra. Uh, an article is coming out for that as well. So just look for that. And uh, we had something come up. My my cameraman, my buddy Ricks, was not able to film my my special teams tryout, but I will have a special teams tryout done this weekend. And Mason Crosby, if you get COVID or you just want to take a couple weeks off, I'm your
0: man. He's on, he's on the list currently. So might be, uh, might be looking for, for something there. Uh, Todd, what about you?
2: I'll have an article coming out Friday morning, 9. AM. And uh, this week we're going to cover the cornerbacks, uh, the, the matchup there in training camp. Uh, follow me at the Todd V all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. The kids are doing it. I'm giving it a shot. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. TikTok Great for now. Time.
0: Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just, I'm on Twitter on there as well at DK all the way. If you want to give me a follow, um, I tweet a lot of stupid stuff. Sometimes it's Packer related as well. So that's uh, enjoyable that's true. for some that's people. Yeah. Uh, I do have a, a podcast episode for Pack-A-Day podcast dropping on uh, this Tuesday. I believe uh, Janelle Mackey and Matt Fralick and myself will be playing a little Packers trivia on, uh, on the Pack-A-Day podcast, so you can come hear me uh, absolutely dominate Packers, uh, Packers bar trivia on the podcast. And, of course, uh, just like the scroll says below, make sure that you're following us on all of our social media. Uh, on Facebook, Game on Wisconsin. Twitter is at Game on WI and as well as Instagram at GameOnWI. And so for Jimmy Christensen, Todd Varney, and our special guest as well, Mr. Kenny Clark, pay the man his money. (laughs) I'm Dan Connick saying thanks for joining us here at Lombardi's Bar. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.